there. My name is LaToya Johnston and I'm the Partnerships Manager at BRIC, an arts and media nonprofit organization in Brooklyn. We are also home to Brooklyn Free Speech TV, the public access channels for the borough. The Partnerships team collaborates with other nonprofit organizations, film festivals, community and cultural groups throughout the year. One of our major initiatives is MediaShare a New York Emmy-winning, in-kind grant program that teaches Brooklyn-based or Brooklyn-affiliated nonprofits how to create and use media. Over a period of time, selected organizations take classes as a cohort and are paired one-on-one -on -one with the producing mentor. Together, staff from the nonprofits and their mentors collaborate to bring new and important audio and video stories to life. Today, we are talking with three representatives from Venture House, an organization that took part in a similar cohort program, the Brick Community Media Project for Health Equity in New York City. Welcome to the Partnerships Podcast. Please introduce yourself and tell us your role with the organization. We'll start with you, Juliet. Hi, good morning. I'm Juliet Douglas. I am the CEO of Venture House. I oversee the clubhouses in both Staten Island and Queens. Hey everyone, I'm Matt Ritchie. I'm a staff worker here at the Queens Clubhouse. And hi everyone, I'm Carissa. I am the program supervisor of the Staten Island Venture House location. So let's jump right in. Please tell us more about Venture House and give us a brief description of the services you offer. Absolutely. Venture House is a community-based nonprofit mental health agency serving adults who have been diagnosed with serious mental illness, so schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, major depression. And we help people to obtain employment, education, housing, health care, socialization, and civic engagement by using a new, unique approach known as the clubhouse model. And the model is rooted in the concept that work is restorative and that lasting social connection promotes health and wellness. So now that we've learned more about Venture House and the services you offer, please take us through a day at Venture House as a clubhouse member. When an individual becomes a member of the club, they work on a voluntary basis side by side with our staff to run day-to-day -day operations. Everything from admissions, reception, program planning and development, meal preparation and service, facility maintenance, recreational programming, as well as advocacy and civic engagement. So members are involved in decision-making at every level of the organization, including potentially serving on the board of directors. So members are not only welcome, they're essential. And it's that experience of being valuable and feeling valued that enhances self-esteem, self-confidence, and it drives the motivation and self-efficacy that leads toward recovery. So how do people sign up to become Clubhouse members? Eligibility criteria is simple. 
We are open to all New York City residents who are 18 years or older and have a diagnosis of, that we mentioned earlier. Uh, the whole process begins with a tour. Uh, people can call our admissions office, they can come by themselves or with others and take a tour of the clubhouse. At the conclusion of the tour, if they decide that it seems like a good fit for them, they provide us with certain documents and they begin the orientation process and they become a member. Once a member of the club, they schedule their own time. It's much like a gym membership. They come and go as they please. Membership is lifelong. We never discharge anybody. There's no out-of-pocket expense to our membership. And we build community together in that way. Can you tell us some of the misconceptions about mental illness? Uh, yes, you know, there's a lot of stigma associated with mental illness. People associate mental illness with a proclivity toward violence. The fact is that most violence is committed by those who are not diagnosed with a serious mental illness, and those with mental illness or mental health issues are more often the victim and not the perpetrators of violent crime. Additionally, Many believe that mental illness prohibits people from becoming responsible and productive citizens or from making real contribution to the communities in which they live. And this is false and misguided. The COVID-19 pandemic has had a major effect on our lives and it has become increasingly important to take care of your mental and physical health. How do you help your clubhouse members practice self-care? So we have, a, we have recently uh, added a wellness unit in each of our clubhouses, which is really focused on the mind-body connection. And we offer physical activities such as Zumba and yoga, uh, boxing and dance and meditation. And we, it really points to how when you're physically healthy, you're mentally healthy, and that these two things are not... Uh, distinct from each other. I see that Venture House was recently awarded a grant to open up a new media center. Can you tell us why it was important to have a media center at your facility? Absolutely. First, I have to thank Brick for, for giving us the idea and making it possible because now um, our members and staff have the tools needed to actually uh, work in the media center. So we applied for a grant uh, from the councilwoman Kamala Hanks on Staten Island, and it was a very competitive grant. They have discretionary funds that they can allocate at the end of the fiscal year, and uh, Venture House was chosen after the councilwoman had a tour of the facility. Venture House was chosen to receive uh, $22,000 to build a media center, and so we will be tapping into our partners at BRIC to help us develop and create that so that we do it in the most effective possible way. That's wonderful. Congratulations. So let's shift gears for a bit to talk about the work you did with BRIC during the Community Media Project for Health Equity in New York City. What is health equity? And why was it important for Venture House to participate in this grant program? Equity should, it sounds like, you know, the, the idea that we have to focus on making it equitable tells us that, the, that there has been disparity. And um, 
we, we know people are really waking up to the fact that there are communities around New York City that have uh, much poorer health outcomes than others. And so when you dig down to, to find the root cause of that, you find that they're, they're, it's a question of having access to health services, having access to healthy foods, having, uh, you know, having poverty is at, as a root cause. If you can't afford a gym membership, uh, what then? So there are many um, disparities across the city, and health equity really seeks to uncover those. Um, you know, much of it is rooted in, in racism, and um, we we ha we've learned, you know, um, in the last couple of years to to really be able to have difficult conversations, how to have those conversations, and to bring things to the forefront, um, so that we can actually address them and not sweep these things under the rug. Yes, I agree with you, Juliet. There are so many communities in New York City that need to have equal opportunities to be healthy. So Carissa and Matt, which workshops and classes did you attend during the grant program? Video production in the field, you know, that was a really cool experience. Um, I believe I took um, a couple on, I think I took an editing class. So this was, cause it was, we did partially in person and then the pandemic hit. So then we went and switched to doing some remote classes. So I had taken a few remote classes, one on editing in Premiere, one on how to make a movie on your iPhone. Um, we also took classes on social media, um, telling a digital story. So all of those were really, really informative and I, I enjoyed them. I don't think I could really pick a favorite one because they all contributed to like expanding my knowledge in, in media in a really important way. So you took video production in the field and I believe you took video editing or premiere, but you decided to do two podcast projects during the program. Can you tell us why? So being that the pandemic um, happened and we had to split up our time between going into the into the brick and working hybrid, we figured like a podcast would be the most effective way of allowing everyone to everyone's voices to be heard and um, just to share our story. It made the most sense, um, you know, our, our, not to jump ahead, but our producer, Andrew Philippone Jr., he came up with the. He gave us great ideas, and he just helped us facilitate everything that we brought to the forefront. And um, he helped us come up with great questions and leading questions that allowed our members to say what they wanted to say without us kind of guiding them through a, a certain answer. And um, it just it made all the difference in the world for us. I, I remember us talking, too, and we also felt it was... It was also a really perfect medium for us too, because with a podcast, there's basically no limits, you know, like podcasts can be longer or shorter, how, you know, people can talk on a variety of areas, you know, and what we really wanted to focus on were the people, you know, the, our, you know, our community, you know, how um, we had our two um, our two podcast uh, participants, Wayne and Daniel, you know, they were able to go in like really raw into their experience and really share, you know, who they were as a person, who, what the clubhouse meant to them. So the podcast medium is very free flowing for that and facilitates a, like a regular conversation, just like you would be having in the clubhouse itself. So um, it, it was also a really important medium for that too, along with, you know, the accessibility aspect during the pandemic. 
So did the podcast deepen your relationships with your clubhouse members? I would like to, yeah, I would say definitely, without a doubt. Um, I've knew Daniel. I've been working here for about three years, so I've known Daniel. I guess at the time of we were doing the training, it would have been two years, right? Um, during those that year that me and Daniel and Carissa were doing that training, I learned so much about Daniel. And I worked with him closely before we learned about Brick. And, um, and Wayne, he goes to the Staten Island Clubhouse, so I never really had the opportunity to sit down with him face-to-face. And, like, that conversation just... It moved me that day. You know, people still come up to me talking about that episode. Um, and just doing the podcast, you just learn so much about your coworkers, about our members, how they ended up here. And they learn about you as well. So it's definitely a great medium for us to all grow and just become more of a community. You mentioned working with your producing mentor, uh, Andrew, earlier on. Can you talk about your experience working with him? Yeah, I would say um, Andrew was extremely patient and understanding. Um, like I said before, like we would come with our own ideas and he would just help facilitate facilitate them. He would give us, you know, some of his experiences, what he's been through. And like, he's so great at what he does. I felt like it was a cheat code because he would just give us the answers like, hey, this shot means this, this question kind of, you know, he just gave us so much information and he was always accessible. He said, you know, give me an email, give us his phone number and didn't have to do that so I was very appreciative. What about you Carissa? No I I, just echoing all that Matt said you know I I felt very fortunate to be able to work with Andrew like Matt said he just he had so much knowledge during the whole experience and he would always be giving us tips and tricks you know he helped us with every single step of the process from like the pre-production to the like what what we needed to learn for the recording itself to the editing process, you know, helping us look it over, helping us know I, what to do, who to contact. Um, and yeah, he, he was always there as like a person we could consult and talk to. And, you know, I'm, I'm confident whenever we have a question, we can always reach out to him. Like he's, you know, he was really, really great. That's wonderful. Carissa, can you share with us one important thing you learned during the grant program? like a little bit of everything we learned was really important um you know the, each piece added to our knowledge but i think definitely one of the things that stuck out to me the most from um taking this training was I, it may have been mentioned i think in the video production in the field class was use whatever you can to create media you know you don't have to have a fancy camera you don't have to have you know a full-on like you know, set, um, you can use the things you have in your life. You can use your phone. You know, there are various avenues and editing programs you can find to um, just start, start practicing, start learning and building your skills. And I thought that that really stuck to me because I didn't even, I didn't even think about that before we took the classes. I, media just seemed like a big monumental like thing to approach and when it was just broken down to me like that, I was like, huh, I can do this. Anybody can do this. And then I was really excited to kind of bring that back. I agree, I'm a content creator myself. And if you wait until you have a camera and a tripod and a microphone, you'll never start. So start where you are. Matt, can you share with us one important thing you learned during the grant program? selfish more personal um because i discovered like i i I really have a passion to help people tell their stories 
Um, I guess just coming from a musical background, just to tell a little bit about myself. You know, um, I'm so used to just telling things from my perspective, how I'm feeling, things how I'm seeing, and just you know, working with Andrew and Carissa and starting the podcast, it makes you take a back seat in a sense. You know, you want to hear, you hear, you listen before you speak, and it just made me more attentive, a better listener, more thoughtful about my responses, and it just showed me like. It just woke something up in me. Like I feel like I really, truly want to do this. I want to help people tell their stories. I want to attack this stigma in this, in this area that we're working in. So, yeah, I'm very appreciative for the Brick experience. So it's been a year and a half since the grant program has ended. How do you feel about your media making skills now? And are you still creating content for Venture House? Well, um, well, I, I definitely, I feel like I've learned so much from Brick. I, oh yeah, I learned a little bit of everything. I learned a little bit of the editing. I learned how to work with different cameras. I learned how, like Matt said, you know, how to, you know, how to navigate and, you know, listen and be, you know, be a part of, you know, be a part of the process from like a different perspective and a different side. Um, I, as of now, just because of my role as like the program supervisor, I'm not as directly involved, but I still do, you know, like to jump in on the editing and film process, you know, whenever I can. On the Staten, on the Staten Island side, we are still, you know, very excited to be creating content. You know, we're building that media center, you know, to um, make things, you know, as accessible as we can to get more, you know, to get just more equipment and other stuff in to be able to educate more on the media side of things. but. Um, you know, right now we're also really focused on our social media. Um, a few of my staff that have really taken an interest in media, you know, started working on like TikTok and, you know, creating content for like our social media platform. So um, we're focused on building that right now. And then hopefully we're going to be making some longer videos and more podcasts in the future soon. Just to piggyback off of what Carissa said, like uh, with the TikTok and the Instagram and Facebook, like we have like a we have like a team that's developing that's going to really start tackling the social media uh, forefront of things. And um, just to answer the question as well, um, you know, my, I believe my media skills and understanding of media has grown exponentially within the past two years. Um, I've continued to do my own research into topics and things like that. And um, just to touch base on the podcast, it's still going on. We have, we're at eight episodes currently right now. We have two more in development. Um, the last episode number eight, it's actually like our first episode that's featuring like live video. That's wonderful. Congratulations. Is there any other classes you like to take to further advance your media making skills? Oh, yeah, 100 percent. Well, like I said, we learned a little bit of everything, but um, I am very interested in learning a little bit more of like the editing. You know, I really enjoyed like the premiere class we took. I really enjoyed like the mobile, like making and editing on their phone classes. And I know there's so many different kinds of editing programs. Um, you know, there's so many different kinds of things you could take on like video effects. So like, I'd, I'd love to learn more in that area, but I will, I, I will just soak up whatever you know classes I can get I, it's it's such a really cool topic and it was such a cool experience with Brick that it's it's definitely a passion of mine it seemed like Carissa I'm willing to take any and all classes at this point um especially uh with graphic design that's something I'm I'm really getting interested in as well just trying to create different types of content more 
appealing content for us so that we can draw more eyes in on what we're doing. So yeah. Well, we're still offering classes uh, online and in person. So if you're interested, just reach out to Julie or myself and we'll get you set up. We'll do. So before we close out this episode of the Partnerships Podcast, is there anything else you'd like to tell our listeners? I guess just re- I guess just repeating a little bit of what I said earlier, like don't don't be afraid to start. You know, there are different avenues and different resources, you know, that you can look at if you want to if you want to learn more about editing media. Um, you know, use whatever you can jump into that process. Um, it's, it's going to be educational for yourself. You know, you, it's going to be educational for anybody watching and it's just, it's a, it's a really cool experience. And, um, you know, and then of course, you know, Venture House, you know, we're, you know, we're always here to help with that too, for, you know, working in the community and then working with our various podcasts and stuff. And just so grateful to Brick for, you know, helping us expand our knowledge and then, for reaching out to us today. You know, this has been great. Anything else, Juliet, on that before we close? Yeah, I'd like to add that, you know, with regard to to mental health concerns, um, everyone who lives on the planet either has experienced something related to a mental health issue or loves someone or knows someone who has. So it's something that touches everybody. And the, the partnership with Brick has really given us hope to have an opportunity to, to broaden the, the, our message, to reach a wider audience, to help people to uh, not shy away from the subject, but to embrace it, to explore it, and to understand it, and to understand each other. So it, it, it's, a, it's a good union of... of uh, a mental health organization and a media organization in terms of um, expanding our, you know, ability to to communicate to the population at large about very important issues that touch everybody. You can follow us on Instagram at Venture House NYC and also Venture. We are Venture House, so we have two uh, Instagram: one for social, one for Staten Island, and one for Queens. But we soon will merge both. You can also call our number at 718-658-7201 in Queens and 718-658-7821 on Staten Island. And we welcome and invite everyone who's interested to just come in for a tour. A big thank you to our guests today, Juliet, Carissa, and Matt from Venture House. And to Hosea Storga, my audio engineer and key member of the Brick Operations team. To listen to the podcast Venture House created with the Brick Community Media Project for Health Equity in New York City, please go to the Brooklyn Free Speech YouTube channel and click on the Health Equity Cohort playlist. Applications for our next round cohort program, MediaShare, are currently open and can be found on the Brick website at www.brickartsmedia.org. Lastly, I'd like to remind our listeners that Brooklyn Free Speech is the public access television and podcast network for the Borough of Brooklyn. We air over 650 hours of TV shows, films, and shorts created by 
Brooklyn-based community producers that reflect their perspective on the world. Thank you.